welcome to Making Business Profitable with EGS. What is EGS? It's EBITDA Growth Systems. What is EBITDA? EBITDA is earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Why is EBITDA important? Because it tells you how much your business is worth. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double your profits within three years or give you your money back. So today's podcast is going to be uh, a discussion around pricing your product or service. So Dave, this is, uh, this is, this is an area that uh, is a real problem for our small and medium-sized business customers as they try to increase their profitability. You know, really where the problem lies is people want to start pricing from the top down instead of going from the bottom up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what do you, what do you mean by uh, top down? Top-down pricing is looking at something, putting your thumb in the air, and saying, "I I know I can get I know I can get one hundred and fifty dollars for that." So I'm going to quote one hundred and fifty bucks for that, and I think I'll make a profit. Absolutely, man. I mean that's. I mean, I did that. I had a. You know, Everybody's I, done that at some point in time, you know. But if you know your market so well, you can get close. But you start, you'd have to start with an analysis from the bottom up. And and what what do I mean by bottom up? Well, from bottom up, we mean. We take a look at our actual cost, and then we uh, we we put some profit on our actual cost, and that becomes the not bare minimum. I mean, that's that's the lowest price we can we can offer. Now, when when I was in business, um, in in business for myself, uh, I looked at cost, um, kind of as okay, this is how many checks I cut a month. But what what do you mean by cost? Yeah, so cost. There, there are two different types of expenses for a company. They're going to be cost of goods sold. So that's that's the labor and the materials that you're investing to produce the product or service that you're selling to the customer. That's your cost of goods sold. And then the second is what's called operating expense. And these are expenses that you encounter whether you sell one hour or one product or not. And it typically looks like uh, your lease expense, your utilities, your your office phone. I mean, those are all expenses, operating expenses that you encounter as fixed costs. Whether you're making parts or not. Whether you're making parts or not. And so you have to account for both cost of goods sold and operating expense and some degree of profit in your price. And I, I think that's where a lot of people miss it. They don't put some pro rata share of operating expense into their price. So they know how much labor and how much material went into that product or service, and then they put some modest level of profit on top of that, and then there isn't enough coverage for the operating expense. And a lot of times, um, I, we had this conversation with business owners. I pay them 25 bucks an hour, so I take 25 plus my material, and my material's 10 bucks, so it costs me 35 bucks an hour, right? No, it's, you know, there's, there's so much more to it. Yes, yes. So uh, just a quick multiplier for all, all you joining us here. When you cost labor and you have a guy making 25 bucks an hour, this is a little rich, but take that 25, multiply it times 1.55. Cover your benefits, your taxes on that person, the Social Security match, and, and that, that typically gives you a close range to start from. If you don't have an accountant or 
that works in your firm or a controller that works in your firm that can boil down exactly what it costs you, take your wage. And if you have 10 guys, take that, average it, multiply it times 1.55, and that's roughly your cost of that person. But you have the tools or machines or whatever that cost is. You have your energy. You have your rent. You have your personal property taxes you pay every year. You have your telephone. You have all that stuff that's, that you have to pay for. That stuff isn't free. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just amazing. And uh, when you don't cover it, it's like pulling your sheet up over your arm so you're not cold and then your feet get exposed. I mean, that's, that's literally the work that you're for, not covering your operating expense. Look, any viable customer wants you to be profitable. Just stop and let that soak in for a second. They want you to be profitable. Profit isn't there to pay for your OPEX. OPEX is meant to be put in your price. Oh, the, you, that's a good word. That is such a good word because that's, that's how most people uh, translate it. That OPEX comes out of my profit as opposed to my profit being built into my price. Yeah, people stop at gross margin, Mike. I mean, you have your... Say, say you sell a product or service for $100 and, and your labor all in is 25 bucks and your material all in is 25 bucks. You got 50 bucks left, right? Well, that's 50 bucks. But now you have $3,000 of operating expenses for lease and all this other stuff and gas and whatever you got going on there. Maybe it's $30,000. And we work with a company that's $130,000 in OPEX a month. Well, then they got to do a whole bunch of volume and have a whole bunch of gross margin to pay for that. Sure, sure. So, but it isn't just $50 in cost. That's your gross profit. You gotta boil all the way that down to net profit so you understand what you're taking home. So when you look at a lot of the small businesses have QuickBooks, right? So you look at the net profit line. That's where, that's the profit line. The profit line isn't above, you know, man, I made 50% gross margin, but I only made a 3% profit this year. Stop, you're not pricing stuff right. That's, and that's where everyone that we look at, when we first come upon them, when they first engage us to take a look at their books, either they give us tax returns and say, these are my books, or if they do give us financials, we're seeing two, three, four percent operating profit or net profit. And it's because- If, if you're lucky, sometimes yeah. they're, they're, they're knee deep in debt. Sure, sure. Because they're going backwards and they don't know it because they don't understand the price. They don't understand that OPEX should not come out of profits. And if you're and if you're at minus five percent to two, three percent profit, you're not bad. It isn't we're not calling you bad. We're 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 saying, hey, learn that, that should tell you your pricing or your execution is off. And you need to make some changes because we want you to bring home twenty to twenty-five percent net profit, operating profit the bottom line. That's what we want for you. That's why we, we call ourselves profitability ex experts. We know how to make that bottom line bigger. So it's all about pricing where you have a net profit so you can give it home, give it to your children. Sure, sure. Or give it to your bank account and do whatever with that money. Well, tell me, Dave. Let's say that I'm a smart guy or girl, and I did, in fact, uh, account for my operating expense and my cost of goods sold and I put some modest amount of profit on my price because I'm in a very tight industry with a tremendous 
number of competitors and you know pricing there's just all kinds of pricing pressure how would I get more than the next person um, in, with, with my price I mean how do I differentiate myself well let me tell you we, we work with a uh, just a great a great gentleman that uh, works with his customers and he's in a very tight market but you know he has a relationship he has a phenomenal relationship with that customer it's a tight market and he's one of the higher priced people, but he gets the work. You know why? He always delivers a good part on time. Not just a good part, but a great part. I mean, it's been years since he delivered a bad part. And a customer, if they know they're gonna be going back and forth, they'll pay a little extra. I mean, people pay extra for Air Jordans. Why? Because it's a because it's a product that people believe in. Wow. I mean, Michael Jordan. Shout out to Michael Jordan, and hopefully he listens to our podcast sometime, but the best basketball player that's ever played the game. Yep, LeBron, I said that. So, but, I mean, it's, you pay for that quality. You want a quality product, right? Sure, sure. Um, how, how about markets? I mean, what if, what if I'm in a, a, a market that's very competitive and there's just a tremendous amount of downward pricing I see where you're pressure? Going. I see where you're going. It's, so you real, you you dive in and you research some different markets. Say, uh, let's, uh, I'm a machine machine head, right? So I look at machining and say I got a special machine. Um, I got a twin spindle, twin turret, Nakamura lathe, and I can make, I can make anything out of that machine. And I'm making certain parts for this industry. And I look at um, space right now. And I can make parts other people can't. And there's a need for space, there's a need in shipbuilding, there's a need here and there's a need there. I can find this and wow, instead of making $70 an hour for this product, I can go over here and make $125 or $150 or $225 or $250, an hour. Sure. Because I'm making some really complex parts that other people can't make because I have a tool. So first off, you start by seeing what you have, what your capability is, how unique that capability is. And what other market needs that capability? Notice that takes some that takes some grip, right? You really got to work through that. But you dig in, you research that, and then you then you start calling with people, right? You develop more relationships. Yeah, that is definitely hard work. But to your point, there's profit in that, and uh, so it, it requires a, a marketing plan or a marketing strategy, and that you're going to execute, and it's going to take time and energy. It's there's no shortcuts there. That's right. And there's, there's other things too. I mean, you have uh, timing, right? I mean, when how, how would timing um, of your quotes, when, when you quote something, um, what's the statistic? I think it's like 40 times more likely to win a job if you quote something within a few hours versus a few days. Yeah, it's a staggering statistic, but I'm a procurement, I'm a buyer and uh, I'm trying to fill orders. And, and, I have, so, and I have 120 orders a place today. Totally. And so if I put a, a, a quote out to uh, all my suppliers and I get one back in 30 minutes and I can check that off, um, I may not even, I'm, I'm going to be open to, to, to accepting that price, accepting that quote and moving on. So uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's another way to get more than just uh, your bare minimum. It's and turning around, and we have a we have a good buddy Jason Ray at Paperless Parts, and and they have software that helps shops, machine shops in particular, spit out quotes in a very fast manner. They they do all the front end loading for that to give you that data, and uh, 
and, and to help you get like 70% there to shorten that time. It's tremendous what you can get for timing. And we talked about capability and we got location, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you're in uh, Colorado and you're supporting the space industry, you're right in the back door of all the buyers of your products and services. Um, if you're in, I don't know, Louisiana, I guess, uh, or or maybe Alabama. You know, actually, those are space centers too. But it, 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 if you're building a product and you have to contend with shipping, uh, that becomes an additional cost. Yeah, I know a company in San Jose that buys these large castings about the size of a truck, and they were they were buying they were buying units and castings from you know four or five hundred miles away, and they had to bring them in by rail, and it's very expensive. Sure. So I believe they moved to a place that was closer in California. The pricing was higher per unit, but the shipping wasn't there. Right, right, right. And so that's more money in that owner's pockets as opposed to the pockets of the people who run the railroad uh, and the freight. Um, how about bench strength, Dave? Oh, bench strength is something special. You have to have employees, which, I mean, you can look at uh, retaining employees, but you gotta have employees that have a lot of expertise. You, it can't just be you, it should be more than you. But if you have, if you're a machine shop, and you have six, seven programmers that can program just really wild parts. And you have software and, and you have bench strength of machines. You have all kinds of capability machines, but you got to have people that match that. It's all about the people, right, Mike? Sure, sure. It is. So, or if you're an HVAC or plumbing company and you have, uh, you know, 10 people that can walk in and they can smell a furnace and diagnose it, right? So these guys walk in and know exactly what the problem is. That bench strength sets you apart. From other people, especially today when uh, the workforce is so tight, right? So you have to have a high level capability both in your machines and your people. And if you don't have high bench strength in your people, then invest in them, get them there. It's, it's critical to, to making more profit. Oh, today, today uh, we're seeing um, all kinds of articles around um, the, the advisability of investing in your workforce to retain them and to also go get business that you otherwise wouldn't be able to get. So, yeah, what about competition, Mike? Well, I mean, uh, Wayne Gretzky said, don't go where the puck is, go where it's going. That's and, right. Uh, and so it's easy to find out what's hot and then jump in. But then, you know, by definition, everyone else has jumped in there too. And competition really uh, will drive down the price that you can charge. So if you want to uh, increase your prices, then you need to find um, a, a market, a client, a customer, uh, a location, a region that uh, is not so price sensitive. Um, you need to be the you sure. need to be the big guy in the football team. You need to be you need to be the fastest guy in the team. Well, you really to just, do that. You need to be get possibly get in a different lake, right? Get in a different lake where there aren't as many fish. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's what competition is all about. So I think when we talk about changing markets, or, or uh, it, 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 it definitely relates to reducing the amount of competition that you're um, experiencing. And then finally, Dave, I, I think uh, reputation, I think, is a big deal from a, you know, from a pricing standpoint. Relationships are always very close to the top thing. Uh, you have to have relationships, but relationships will get you the opportunity. The quick quote will get you 
the opportunity in-house. But if you can't take that and make it hit it out of the park, you're not going to have a good reputation. You can't go around with a 50% reputation. There are too many people out there that are hungry. We live in the greatest land in the world because people come from all over the world to come here to start a business and live the American dream. That means there's competition. And if you don't have a top-notch reputation, you can't charge a top-notch price. But if you have a top-notch reputation, five stars from Google from here to eternity, and everywhere, every time you leave a customer, they're satisfied, I'll tell you, me as a consumer, I will, I'll research a company and I'll find out if they have a reputation because we live in an online world today. Yes. And if there's, if they have a good reputation, I'll pay 25% more because I know it'll be done right the first time. I don't want someone to come back to my house two or three times. I don't want to buy a product that's not going to work. Well, that's, that's the other side of this price thing, you know, and we encounter it because we have a brand promise that says we're going to double your profits in three years or we'll give you your money back. And that, that sounds ridiculous. And then when we tell them we're gonna, these are our fees, and they're and they're very aggressive, and and small to medium sized businesses can afford our fees. Um, there are those who perceive us as not being able to do a good job because well we're not charging enough, and so it, that that's an issue too. I mean if you if you're not charging enough, they people could perceive you as not being capable, and so that's where reputation comes in. I mean if you if someone says hey. You can't possibly accomplish what you say you're going to accomplish for that amount of money. If, as long as you can go call these five people, they'll tell you what we do. Yep. Um, so, well, if you, I mean, been around in business as long as you have, and, and I'm very blessed to be alongside you, 100% client retention and a, and a 100% success rate and able to deliver on a brand promise. I mean, that's like the guy that always hits a grand slam. Um, and sometimes it sounds too good to be true. But you know what? When you're a couple people that love what you do and you'd love to invest in people, pricing isn't about pricing isn't about EGS. Pricing's about you. Pricing's about making your life better. Pricing's about your family. Pricing's about your employees. Pricing is pricing is about you having the ability to give back because you're profitable and enjoying life and, and living your best work life that you can. And we want to encourage that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, pricing is the top of the heap. When we talk about profitability, we start with revenue, and revenue is a is a function of price. And so, you don't get the price right, you're probably not going to get the profitability right. And so, we spend a lot of time with our customers talking about pricing, getting pricing right. Mike and I can go on go on long a long time about this because we're so passionate about profit. And we're passionate about profit because we care about you. We care about the people, the clients that we're very blessed to have. Um, we care about their families. We care about their loved ones so they can give back to their communities. Um, and, and what we do is invest in our clients because we want them to live their best life again and really be there for them to where they can do that. So analyze their Analyze your price. Look at your cost of goods sold. Let's start from the bottom up and work your way into understanding the price you need to charge so you can be successful and so you can be profitable. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike.
even at Growth Systems, do what we do because we want to impact lives through improving business performance. If you want more information, go to our contact page at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com. That's E-B-I-T-D-A growthsystems.com.